Hello and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia. And for those who are just coming on for the first time, welcome to my cosmic portal to the divine. A little bit about me, I'm a multimedia artist, a healer, a writer, a speaker, and of course, a truth seeker. I've traveled all over the world and garnered many experiences I'm excited to share with you. I've also lived in Hollywood for many years, where I started as a model and became an award-winning indie film director, producer, and actress. I didn't like the Hollywood games and I didn't want to play by the dark and secret rules. My vision is to create beauty, healing, and freedom in the world through my multimedia skill sets. I'm the creatress of Goddess Code Academy as a coach, healer, and teacher, professionally certified in over a dozen modalities. This led me to create my own healing modality called Goddess Activations and the Goddess Code. After working with hundreds of clients through therapeutic healing sessions, I discovered that one of the most important aspects of healing was for a client to be truly witnessed and to be heard, to share deep and personal stories, truly help the healing process for so many. After I wrote my own first healing workbook, Kuan Yin Goddess Activations, and then my forthcoming, The Galactic Goddess Memoir, which are both available now, and I'll post the links below, I was inspired to create Rada Publishing to give voice to starseeds, artists, healers, visionaries, revolutionaries, rebels, truth seekers, poets who want to co-create a new world that is sovereign and free. These stories will be published across the globe to be heard far and wide to help heal and activate others through this intimate sharing. The name of the first book is called Awakening Starseeds, Stories Beyond the Stargates. And if you'd like to be part of this collaborative series, I invite you to learn more and I will post links below. Um, It would be an honor for you to be part of Rada Publishings and I'll post all the links below. We are the change we want to see in the world. It starts with us and I invite you to join me in this powerful movement. Hello and welcome to Galactic Disclosure Part 2 with Maya the Shaman. Maya is a fourth generation shaman born in Las Banos Laguna in Maharlika. She's a Lemurian master healer and medicine woman. She's a creatress of Lemurian code healing and has been guided throughout her life by the powerful spirit of her Lemurian ancestors. Um, she currently resides in the Appalachian Mountains, and today we are going to be discussing protective tools for sovereignty as a sovereign being, how you can create methods and ways to protect your heart, mind, body, and soul, and um, negate the negative experiences of the dark forces. So we obviously live in a world of duality. Um, you know, for the love and lighters out there, yes, it is all love and light. And yet, um, we don't want to spiritually bypass a fact that sometimes our sovereign rights are overrun 
by dark forces. This is called education and it's part of being an aware conscious human being is acknowledging that both light and dark exist. At the end of the game, we all go back to source. But in the meantime, we want to reclaim parts of ourselves that may have been compromised, may have been lost. And, um, shamanism is all about reclaiming oneself so maya welcome welcome and thank you for having me here so please tell us about shamanism and how that is part of the healing journey for people um, including abductees or people who want to know how to protect themselves from dark energetic forces that come and try to violate thank you um first of all we need to recognize that we are earthlings we are a part of this planet earth this is our home and it is important for us to recognize the relationship that we have with our earth mother and what comes with this is uh, having due respect to our um, environment you know to everything else that uh, exists in our surroundings, such as our plants, trees, animals, and most especially recognizing that these are all manifestations of the Great Spirit. And in shamanism, we recognize all the elemental forces of nature, you know, the fire, water, air, ether, and the spirit itself. So this connection with the sacred is very important in shamanism. And we also recognize that, just like what Rada said, that we live in duality here in this third dimension. And it is important for us to keep raising our frequency, especially at this very moment and time of our life on Earth, because there are Earth changes that's going to be taking place. And it's really important and um, you know, very vital for our health and well-being to reconnect with what we need to do in order to take care of us as individuals, as collective, and all of that. Okay, so tell us um, ways in which, first of all, tell us a story about one of your clients, you know, that have been abducted and how you've been able to help them and then give us an example of how the energy work can assist people and how it can help protect them. Thank you. Um, it is important first to recognize that sometimes we are taken against our will. And in the first part of the Galactic Goddess, we talked about the, my client who has been abducted. And I have another client who has been abducted by an ET. And these are both... Um, professional people um the the second abductee client of mine is um you know she she's uh, an international uh worker in the airline mm-hmm. and um she she's been followed around by the grace and been abducted several times and whenever this happens she would feel the energy that she's about to be taken into the ship and i like it like an inner like she would have like a knowing like a feeling in her gut i think a lot of times and i've heard this from my clients too they get this um like pitter patter feeling where there's just like you know you just like it's coming or they can feel it they just know it's time it's time whatever that means it's it's time to get abducted (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so uh, the funny part of it is that yes, it's a, they just kind of go along. It's it's very hypnotic in a way, and what happens is that. A person gets abducted, loses their control over their mental thoughts, and they become very afraid or nervous, and they lose the knowing that they can say no. I don't want to be taken. Stop all of these things that you're doing to me. I think what happens is the nervous system gets weakened from fear and the feeling that they have no control over this unknown. Species that comes to them, and so the fear is stronger when it when it happens when they encounter that. And it also, also I just want to interject and say there's also um, like a fascination too and a wonder. And you know, we are part of this cosmic universe. We are here to really play out both sides of the coin and to experience um, sovereignty and violation. Well, hopefully, violation then sovereignty. <laughs> um, but I think the there's a you know I think when I was going th- when I remember my my memories of um, abduction and things like I didn't I didn't even think about it I didn't think about choice I didn't think about sovereignty that was far from my mind I was just wondering what the heck was going on I, I was just like what is going on and why do I have these flashes why do I have these memories um, and. And I was like, and I know that this is happening. Like, what what is happening? I was more just like in wonder and and, and looking for answers. And um, I think it's not until people start to feel that it's harming them when it's starting to cross over into your life and bleed into your life in a way that's negative. You know, a lot of the people, well, a lot of the people that get abducted, especially when you're younger like in your teens to 20s, they're usually, it's usually for harvesting. Um, Harvesting your DNA, it's fresh and juicy. (laughs) Harvesting your eggs for, um, you know, recreation of um, hybrids. And, you know, another thing as I've done, as I've dived deeper into this is understanding that a lot of, that some of the beings that are coming forth and abducting are actually future selves of humanity because we went so far off that we completely just mangled ourselves into these freaks you know <laughs> instead, of, instead of going with the organic flow we thought we'd be nano freaks and we just get hooked up to all this technology become one with technology it didn't turn out so hot in the end they had to come back and re you know, really start to reshape things because they, they made themselves into freaks. Our future selves destroyed themselves basically. And, um, we are living in a time of, um, a great, like split, really split organic and non-organic and the push for, technology and AI to be hooked into our systems is coming if it's it's already here actually um but we are we are being sort of influenced to um become something altogether that we're not and the thing is um you know from my experiences and my understanding and information that I've gotten remember I've had different experiences with different beings okay so there's different kinds um 
one of them is our future selves. They're our future, the future of humans. We're just, we're just total freaks and we are unable to really function fully. We, we, we came to a point where we're no longer functioning in our heart. Um, but this is one timeline. Remember guys, we live in multiple timelines, but in that timeline, their timeline ends. And in my channelings that I've done, I, um, saw and it came through that certain timelines just straight up end because we went too far off on the nanotechnology and trying to become nano humans um, end up destroying and just we have to get recycled so anyhow coming back to um, your experiences Maya it's really important to to share um, like what what happens to these people? What what happened to this woman? She was taken. What what happened to her psyche, and her heart and her mind and her soul? Was she able to function afterwards? Or what, you know, they you often get clean slated where you just your memories get discarded. Or um, I don't think they're discarded. I think they actually just disintegrate into the back of your consciousness. So. Okay, so what happened to my stewardess uh, international client where she flies all over the world, um, she, she came to me because there's so many things that seems to be happening in her physicality, not only in her physicality, but so many things has taken place in her life in general her health, her relationships with other people, um, every, you know, and, and it just doesn't feel like her, she doesn't feel like herself anymore. After, after these abductions. Right. Um, and one time she was abducted when she was in Hawaii and she felt that this is going to happen again, this abduction. And she was in her car and uh, all of a sudden she kind of faded away and her car was and herself was taken into a ship uh, into this et ship and uh, the next time she knows when she became more conscious and aware she she was um, landed in another island in hawaii okay so there's a lot of disturbance like this that takes place in her life and she's getting so tired of it not only that uh, she's getting tired but she's physically physically exhausted mentally drained and feeling not herself so fight or flight she she probably had like you know post-traumatic stress disorder especially because most people don't remember but if she's starting but for those that do remember um it can cause severe distress in your psyche yes that's true so she came for a healing session and uh, meditation is something that I go through with my client, a special type of meditation that works with what has taken place. It's, uh, it's a very important part for her to recollect uh, parts of it in order for her to be more conscious and aware and also to be able to be aware that she has the right to say no. And this is what happened usually to people who have been abducted. They become frozen and then suddenly their body changes and the fear that comes with it makes them forget that they have the right to say no and so this is important Mm -hmm. and that's where you know going to somebody that understands i don't think a lot of people you can't go to like a therapist and be like i've been abducted um or um you know 
most even healers are not open or they don't know what to do about this, you know, or you tell a friend and they're going to say you're crazy, right? I mean, it's not acceptable in this society to talk about um, abductions, aliens, other life forms, like this is it, you guys, this is all we are, we're just one, we're just one human race and we're just going to hate each other. Like, right? I mean, that's ridiculous. And and if we got over, if we knew all of the species that existed, racism would be such an afterthought. Like, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Here we are, we share genetics, you know, and there are so many other beings. All the things that we've been pitted against, like, ridiculous. It's like high school or something. It's like little cliques. Um, we should be working together. And as far as your client, you know, so she probably can't live a normal life, right? So a lot of people feel that they don't know if they want to have normal relationships because they don't know when they're going to get abducted. They don't know what's going to go on. They, if they're consciously aware of it, um, they may not want to have a family. They may or may not want to have a family. It affects the way that you think. Um, Is this what I want for my children? Is this what I want for my future generations. Not everyone thinks like that, but people that are conscious that are thinking for the future welfare of their children, which all people should do, um, you know, it affects your feeling and desire to have a family because you want to protect your children. You want to protect your loved ones and you don't want to other people to go through these confusing things, especially if you can't even figure it out for yourself. So finding a shaman like you is I think a gold mine. Maybe that's why so many um, abductees come to you, Maya, because they they probably went to another healer or something, and they realize that the healer is not, um, it, not giving them tools. So. It's not giving them actual tools. They're not understanding them. Um, you can't like I've I've been to so many different healers because on my healing quest, I wanted to go to um, many healers myself, and I wanted to um, just get. I just want to get different experiences and I realize that a lot of healers are not open-minded. They're very rigid and they actually are afraid. And I'm not trying to put healers down. I'm an advocate of healing and healers. Healers need healing, okay? And that's what I do. I help people <laughs> break out of their fears and stuff like that. But let's be honest. Like you're li- you can only help people to the limitation of what your beliefs are. If your beliefs are like so small and even if you get training as a healer, you're still going to have small beliefs and you can only help people on a minuscule level. If you have expansive views on life and expansive um, beliefs and you're not so rigid you're able to help so many more people there's just no way so so you want to know about the person that you're going to like who are they what's their life what's their life experience for me personally I go to people that have more life experiences like if you're Miss Perfect or Mr. Perfect and you've never done anything you've never taken any risks you never had any experiences in your life I don't want to confide in you why would I want to I know that you couldn't handle my truth because it's more expansive it's not that it's better it's just more varied and more expansive and 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 so it's important to go to someone that has a more expansive consciousness now you come from a lineage lemurian lineage right and in a way lemurians are ets as well because we're all ets on earth really actually but the lemurians were here you know quite some time ago um, they they were the great land of Lemuria, and you do Lemurian code healing. Do you want to tell us anything about Lemuria, uh, Lemurian code healing, um, expanding on any aspect of that? 
Okay, so for those of you who don't know about Lemuria, it, it is the first continent of the Pacific. And um, in time, you know, this first continent was a huge continent uh, that uh, covered all the way to Hawaii. And so it's, it's uh, known to be in, in mythical um, understanding of the people from the East that Lemuria is a mystical land uh, and magic. Uh, and so in time, as this high frequency has changed uh, due to so many, many reasons. Um, first, people and our educational system never talk about galactic wars. Uh, but this did took place in our planet. Uh, there, there were galactic wars that have taken over and there's so many ETs that want to come to planet Earth because this is an, an easy portal to other galaxies and um, we don't talk about spirituality much uh, in, on a daily basis. Uh. But the spiritual realm is the purest and most magical realm. And therefore, Lemurians were the very first uh, beings uh, that have this extra uh, sensory perceptions, you know. And so uh, they also carry magical powers, the benevolent powers I'm talking about, not uh, the negative powers. And so my great... They're peaceful, yes. They they know their relationship to the earth Mm -hmm. and they know the story why they're here. They know that a time will come when, you know, there will be earth changes and galactic wars would happen and then we will all be a part of a bigger picture, which is, you know, the cosmic picture, which is, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, beings in this universe and we're not the only ones. And so we will eventually have to learn to deal with each other. So Lemuria is a continent that opened itself uh, to that possibility of uh, open arms to the galactic consciousness. Uh. Mm -hmm. And uh, in time, this all have shifted because uh, the galactic wars have taken over and the negative energy has uh, taken over. Therefore, darkness has infiltrated the mm-hmm. earth and it has changed it changed the landscape uh, mm-hmm. also of Lemuria it has become smaller mm-hmm. and smaller well broken to many pieces yes and um, the the great Lemurians have built their uh, reality under the waters under the ocean so um, also inside the earth yes uh, in the inner earth uh, and Lemurians dwell in the inner earth uh, and there are many beings uh, that are still living. I, I come from the Philippines, and not many people know the land keepers and the wisdom keepers uh, um, because it's been commercialized to the point of even the Filipinos don't know who they are nowadays. So they have lost contact with who they are. But it's time to awaken that DNA in the indigenous people. So, um, you know, coming back to this uh, whole idea of having to protect yourself uh, from 
um, negative influences. I feel like this is important for us to give you tools on how to do this. And Rada has something to offer you. And for me, the most important thing is to develop internal and inner strength within you. Therefore, contemplation, meditations, affirmations, these are the ancient ways on how you can really truly get in touch with your higher self. And you know, we all have a potential to increase our frequency mm-hmm. so that we are not constantly being entangled with the dark forces. And so the Native American Indians and the Lemurians have used um, saging and doing all kinds of um, cleansing, you know, to create to create a clean, clean environment uh, and clean body, mind and spirit. And so um, Rada will also give you a very important uh, tool. I believe that this is an important tool, a proclamation that needs to be talked about because now the invasion of the dark ETs has come around and you need to protect yourself. Huh? So, but I want to ask you, Maya, um, let's go back to your client because I, I went off on a tangent there, sorry. Um, so your client had been experiencing pickups from the ETs and, um, you know, she came to you because of what? Anxiety? What did you, how did you help her? Yes, she, she has anxiety, confusion, this mental disturbance, and really depressed, very, very depressed because of what has been happening to her. Violations. The violations has been so intense and she has no control over it. She gets picked up anytime they want to pick her up. They clean slate her mind. She can't remember anything. She remembers something. She remembers. See, the problem with clean slating is it doesn't always work mm-hmm. <laughs> for people especially who have like are very much in their right brain um uh, you get like little pops flashes of memories um i have quite a few of those and i try to piece them together it's it's frustrating you know and um and i i just you know i started to write down the pieces and then i wrote them as I write them down, I started to write them down since childhood because I've been getting visitations since I was a kid, but from different beings. And I don't know, how, you know, sometimes how they're all related. Um, and so I'm still, I'm still in the process of weaving it all together because um, I want to make sense of it, you know, and I know that there, there's a storyline here. Um, I have used hypnosis to recover um pieces of my consciousness that were dormant or clean slated um you can recover pieces but you know not everyone wants to i'm a truth seeker so i want to know the truth give me the truth i can handle it you know it's not i think you know a lot of people would rather just put it under the rug and pretend like it never existed but um for me i'm fascinated i'm not afraid of the truth what's what's to be afraid of if it already happened it happened big deal let's see what happened <laughs> like give me the movie reel right now um but but you know i'm i'm more of a curious person i'm more of an adventurous person so for me i'm you know i'm like give me the storyline i want to know um and it drives me nuts you know so for but but, but i don't get anxiety or, or sadness about it i'm just like I want to know the whole story. Let me put the pieces together and I keep weaving them together and, and they, they are coming together actually. 
I think the reason that you're not afraid of it uh, is because you uh, meditate, uh, you really are, you're very courageous, uh, and you confront it, you're not hiding it, you're talking about it all the mm-hmm. time, and you have no, um, you know, no problem discussing about this uh, in an open situation, especially now, because you also have work on your healing, mm-hmm. you've done the inner work, and so the more you you do this kind of work the more you want to discover what actually has happened there so in in terms of my client um i i have told her that uh, the way that she can clear out the this issues she's have is to work with her spirit guides and to work with her higher self and to talk uh, to your guides constantly and ask them to show you, show me, show me how to be able to live my life uh, with uh, not feeling this stress, the anxiety that uh, she has been living for quite some time because she actually had the severe, severe um, illness that came out of this. Her uh, liver has been poisoned i think her, her she's just so upset her entire life that what's going on i'm just curious like so her liver is shutting down or? her liver was shutting down she has was been she taken to the hospital she stressed? started she was super stressed out and mm-hmm. it turns out that she started drinking you know mm-hmm. she's a professional woman she works in the airlines as a stewardess you know she has a very high-end job and um it's just hard for her to manage mm-hmm. coming back to Curious. her body to yes and then and knowing that she's been physically handled uh, mm-hmm. by another um entity and another being that she has no control over mm-hmm. so she's very very upset about all of this mm-hmm. and she really really wanted to clear out their presence in her mm-hmm. life Ooh, okay. Huh? Okay. and so um you know there there are many ways of doing this and so um well, probably I just want to interject and say probably the first and most important thing was probably to be heard for the first time and not be called crazy. <laughs> exactly. I think because, you know, I think so. I think, you know, if you go to a therapist, they might tell you to get on some meds. You know what I mean? That's exactly what she, that's exactly what she was doing. She started getting into the meds. Oh, the therapist and that, did give her meds. And, yes. And that led her to um, getting more and more sick. Huh? Oh, my gosh. So, see, the, I mean, that's the problem. We have to have these conversations, people. We have to because people are going, getting, they're going on becoming more wounded rather than more healed. My philosophy is, I'd let's let's put the truth out there. Let's have conversations. They may not make total sense. They may be, you know, they their pieces and their um, pieces of information, and we're putting we're stitching them together, and we're telling you from our experiences, but. I rather put it like put all the pieces on the table and say, hey, let's check out the pieces. Let's put them together. Let's make a puzzle Um, rather than shoving them under the rug and feeling ashamed. And I want to talk about shame just for a nanosecond because shame is a big part of control. Um, Shame, shame, shame. (laughs) Shame will keep you in the dark, baby. It will keep you suppressed. It will keep you in lies. It will keep you as a prisoner. Um, you know, shame is used to control. And in a lot of elite societies, they, um, they do a lot of blackmail. They'll, they'll, you know, videotape you doing all kinds of horrible things. And, um, then they'll use that as if you come out or do anything, we're gonna, um, (laughs) 
we're gonna show the world who you really are damn you know nobody wants (laughs) nobody wants that but I think the (laughs) the whole point is like we need to get to the root of it okay so let's put shame aside and just say hey what would be possible if we didn't carry this shame shame is indoctrinated through religion through our school system through our programming it is a one of the biggest components of control and programming is shame. If you can make someone ashamed of their body, they'll buy anything. They'll do anything to be better. If you make someone ashamed of um, their clothes or, or lack of cute, you know, name brand clothes, they're going to go out and do whatever they have to do, even rob a bank to buy new clothes. You know, people, our society, our humans, we react to shame. Um, we react to it that people go to extremes people will do anything to get to anywhere because they feel ashamed that if they don't do something if they're not something more that they're going to be shamed right so shame is used in so many ways if we are shamed as a child then we don't want to speak our truth if we're shamed for being crazy because you were talking about an abduction you're not going to want to tell anybody so let's keep more secrets where have secrets taken us if you look at um the church look at the catholic church how much shame do they embed in you they practically put nails in your nail you to the cross trying to shame you and then at the same time how can they take your children and rape them and really who's to be ashamed and how is a shame being flipped and inverted back to the to the people rather than the the be the people or beings that need to be responsible um we live in a very inverted system where everything has been flipped and switched and we are being flipped and switched inside out even even from the gender wars you know attacking children or telling children oh you you need to be a, a boy when you're a girl or you need to be a girl when you're a boy well, you're listen when you're a kid you need to just be a kid forget what sex you are for a minute just be a child just be innocent for once even the innocence of our sexuality starting from very young everything is being inverted um i mean you know so it's it, you got to be conscious let's not just go with a mindless programming everyone's putting out but start thinking for your own if you could put this shame away in a box just for one day what would you talk about who would you really be would you really be following all the orders of society or would you be your own person who has your own thoughts how would you dress who would you like to hang out with you know um you know, a lot of people get into marriages that are quote unquote like prestigious or they're marrying the right person that has the right pedigree or um, somebody that, that is quote unquote normal that everyone's going to like in their family rather than the person that they love because they're ashamed that, um, that you know, this other person's different than what their family or friends are used to. Like people don't stand for what they really believe in. And so why, why do they live a tortured life? If you're lying to yourself all the time, you are going to be depressed. You are going to be unhappy. And that's why speaking your truth is so important. And I'm beyond blessed that I have a mother Maya the shaman who lets me um, speak my truth, you know, and I didn't always grow up with her. So I, I had another caregiver that was not my biological parent that was always shaming me, telling me to shut up, shut, you know, shut down, didn't allow me to be in my truth. And um, 
this was very harmful and and um, part of the shame. So so of course when I had my abductions, I didn't talk about it, right? Because I was so used to being shamed. I was so used to shutting up. I was so used to being um, silent, and that is the enemy. You know, a lot of people in this world talk about a lot of stupid stuff and um, stuff that doesn't matter. Why Why is it that makeup tutorials get the absolute most hits on YouTube? If I was a makeup tutorial artist, I'd, I'd be having millions and millions and millions of viewers. I could have just done makeup and been mindless drones. I'm not saying that makeup artists are mindless drones. Please don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like makeup. I use makeup. But I'm just saying that the more just generic and dumbed down you are, the bigger your audience is going to be. Um, because we have been shamed to think about anything that's not, how can I look better? Because if I don't look good, I'm going to be shamed for being ugly, right? <laughs> it's a vicious circle, people. So Maya, I want, I want you to talk just a little bit more about, um, about your client and how she recovered through working with you before I share my proclamation prayer. Okay, great. Nah, thank you. Yes. Um, so we did series of uh, healing sessions for her. And, and this is, you know, each person is different. So the kind of work that I do for each person is very unique according to them. But I taught her meditations and I worked through the process of having to her be very conscious and aware whenever these things are about to happen again to her. So there's that awareness and having to work on being fearless. Uh, because when you're fearless, when you're about to be abducted, then you have the consciousness to say no and also having to be uh, more in your body instead of losing control over your nervous system in your mind yes and so the meditation that I have taught her uh, has a mantra and it's a powerful mantra because I've used this for over 45 years and it is called Babanam Kevalam which means cosmic love is all there is. That means that we focus on the sacred, the divine love that we came from, who is the creator of all that is. And it's a two-syllable mantra. So you take a nice deep breath and you silently say in your mind, Bhavanam, and then you exhale, Kevalam. So how you do this uh, meditation is you take your time first thing in the morning when you wake up uh, to sit in meditation, sit comfortably, and uh, start the day with a blessing to yourself and to your environment that you're going to connect with the highest frequency. And that frequency is going to guide you throughout your entire day. And then because we pick up a lot of stuff in the daytime when we move around, uh, there are different ley lines on earth, people walking around us. We don't even know, energetic you know, imprints. energetic imprints. Yes, definitely. That uh, is all over the place. When you go into a store, you know, or, uh, you know, just getting grocery, you don't know people that you encounter. Just the fact that you're passing through their auric field, you pick up stuff. So it's important at night also to do meditation, to cleanse your auric field. And that's extremely important. And repeat the mantra. And if you can sit down for, you know, even for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you can increase that to half an hour, and you will see the, a huge difference that happens in your vibration. 
and you will settle down and be in your body more which is really really important and you you infiltrate your own being with the positive energy with a high frequency instead of just letting things happen to you without your knowledge or not being aware of it so i'm going to give this ponturata and let you have the proclamation and um so i'm going to repeat again the mantra is bhavanam kevalam okay all right, guys, so if you would like to join me in a proclamation prayer as part of your sovereignty experience, you can either get comfortable sitting in your chair and taking a deep breath and just take a sigh, just take three cleansing breaths, take another deep one and release and one more as deep as you can and sigh <sighs> I think it's always important to sigh out because it, it lets your body know and your nervous system know it's okay to relax preferably you can lay down if you'd like to and if you want to accept this prayer just say yes okay here we go I close all windows, portals, and doorways, allowing another to observe or manipulate my energies as far as they extend, and transmute all energies connected to this experience into the divine expression of creative love. I choose to be well, whole, and perfect of mind, body, and soul. I call forth all controlling energies experienced throughout my journey of my soul and all those connected to these energies. I call forth all aspects of their being, all aspects of my being, and the nucleus of the soul on all levels of consciousness to be present and accept this healing. I call forth all soul expressions, elementals, thought forms, patterns, and programs to stand before me as I stand before you in love. I ask you to forgive and honor me. I forgive and honor you. I embrace you in love. I thank you for the lessons we have shared. I embrace all bonds between us in unconditional love and transmute all interfering energies into the divine expression of creative love. I call forth all laws I own, all beliefs I have, all vows I hold, all invocations I have made and received, all contracts and agreements which exist creating distortions, illusions, images, holograms, symbols, and psychic messages causing unrest within my being. I transmute into the divine expression of creative love. I call forth all invasive energies including thought forms, programs, or substances administered to me or created by me, forming separation, distortion, illness, or illusion within my being. I transmute you into the divine expression of creative love and return you to your creator source to be used only as a positive and productive energy. I call forth all cells, creative energies, all personalities and aspects of my being to integrate into my wholeness and align in divine perfection. I call for, forth all energy forms creating a response in my being out of alignment with these essence of my soul and divine truth and transmute into the divine expression of creative love and return you to your creator source to be used as a positive productive energy. 
Whatever thought forms or energies I own encouraging or causing harm to my being, I return to their creator source. All residues I hold within my being, I transmute into the divine expression of creative love to become a powerful, positive, productive energy. I command any energy or programming administered to me with or without my permission, altering or limiting my ability to freely connect to my mind, body, and soul and experience my wholeness to be reversed in divine perfection. I proclaim sovereignty. I proclaim dominion over my skills. I claim dominion over my mind, body, and soul. I have grown. I am empowered. I stand in my truth. I call forth and integrate my true identity expressing itself as, state your name out loud. I acknowledge all those who share this experience. I offer you this healing. I embrace you in unconditional love and transmute all interfering energies into the divine expression of creative love. I proclaim my peace of mind and the peace of mind for all humanity. And so it is, and so be it, and so it is, and so be it, and so it is, and so be it. Anchor, lock, and seal, anchor, lock, and seal, anchor, lock, and seal. Take a deep breath. (sighs) And feel that wash over you, cleansing, clearing, and purifying. You are loved. You are blessed. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of Galactic Disclosure on Galactic Goddess Podcast with Maya the Shaman. Maya the Shaman is an incredible healer, shaman, and guide, and she is available if you'd like to get some healing sessions or guidance from her. You can contact her through mayatheshaman.com, which I will post below. And please stay tuned. We will be doing another episode soon. I love you as always. Be blessed.